Welcome to the Good News Channel, where I share the good news of the Word of God. The gracious Lord has granted me my request according to the hand of the Lord that is upon me to deliver you this revelation in Scripture through faith. I praise the Lord for all those who are minded of their own free will to rejoice with me. And as much as you are listening to revelation from God and His Son, Jesus Christ, to inquire of things concerning the hidden wisdom of God according to what He has given us in His Scriptures, the Holy Bible was written by His servants, the prophets, whom God inspired, so that we can carry out all things in word, faith, and deeds God desires for His people, that He may dwell in us His temple through the Holy Ghost, His holy habitation. Understanding Creation Biblical Truth Genesis chapter 3 verses 6 through 8 I want to take some time to talk about the word serpent for a while. Not the creature called a serpent, also known as a snake, but instead I will be focusing on what the word serpent means concerning human beings. The word serpent can mean to speculate, to hypothesize, to guess, to fortune tell. In ancient times, a very smart, sly, cunning, and malicious person was an emblem of the serpent. Notice in the passage of scripture found in the book of Matthew that Christ called the people serpents and a generation of vipers. Matthew chapter 23 verse 33, quote, Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers, how can ye escape the damnation of hell? End quote. Christ knew that the people he was talking to were serpents. He knew these malicious individuals were trying to speculate and calculate how they should have him killed. It would be this serpent that would soon bruise his heel and he would bruise his head. The ones plotting to have him crucified were wise, cunning, and malicious Jews that spent time planning how they might catch him in his words and often spoke about having Christ killed. Micah chapter 5 verse 12, quote, And I will cut off witchcrafts out of thine hand, and thou shalt have no more soothsayers, end quote. Christ told us to be smart like a serpent, but not hostile like one, referring to those same people who practiced soothsaying. Matthew chapter 10 verse 16, quote, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves, end quote. Back to the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 where we can see the serpent in action for the first time. Eve was in the Garden of Eden, and the serpent God created would soon meet her with a proposal she would not refuse. The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field and would trick Eve into disobeying the commandment of God. Eve knew well that the tree of knowledge of good and evil was not a tree with poisonous fruit. It was a tree of knowledge of good and evil to make one wise with edible fruit. It was not toxic to the touch. The tree was good for food and was a tree to be desired to make one wise. It was attractive and favorable to behold. Genesis chapter 3 verse 6, quote, 
And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat." End quote. Eve understood that the tree of knowledge of good and evil would not kill her flesh. She would not drop down and die where she stood just because she ate off the tree. After all, it was a tree of knowledge of good and evil to make one wise and not a tree of death. Death would come from the disobedience of eating the fruit. The fruit itself was not the problem. Eating the fruit would give the knowledge of good and evil. Eve knew that if she would even touch it, she would be dishonoring the commandment of God. Genesis chapter 3 verses 3 through 4. Quote, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. End quote. Eve knew that she wasn't going to drop down dead on the day she ate of the fruit because it was a tree of knowledge of good and evil, suitable for food, not a poisonous tree of death. Genesis chapter 3 verse 7, quote, And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons, end quote. The tree of knowledge of good and evil opened their eyes to the sin they committed against God's commandment. Adam and Eve at that moment became aware of their exposed sin. They knew disobedience from experience. What they had done could be seen, and they were ashamed of it. The transgression of the law witnessed their actions and would require justice. It was a commandment given to Adam to dress it and to keep it as he saw fit, except Adam did not support the commandment, but instead transgressed the law. He broke the commandment. The fig leaf aprons they sewed together to cover up with did nothing to hide their transgression. Those aprons covered the wrong parts, their flesh. When sin is committed, it will not matter if you cover up with all the clothes in the world or hide under the earth. The shame underneath it all remains. Knowing sin was committed is a matter of conscience. They needed a robe of righteousness, not an apron of leaves. Something I find exciting happens around this time in the Garden of Eden, and it goes a little something like this. Genesis chapter 3 verse 8, quote, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden." End quote. It amazes me how they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. The voice of the Lord God. It is interesting to me because you cannot see a voice. Neither can a voice be touched, but a voice can be heard. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 15, quote, Take ye therefore good heed unto yourselves, for ye saw no manner of similitude on the day that the Lord spake unto you in Horeb, out of the midst of the fire, end quote. Adam and Eve only heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Now, in the beginning was 
that word. John chapter 1 verse 1, quote, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, end quote. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3, quote, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a way for our God, end quote. John chapter 1 verse 23, quote, He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as saith the prophet Esaias, end quote. Hebrews chapter 3 verses 15 through 17, quote, Well, it is said today, if ye hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, when some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, but with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? End quote. Take heed to listen to the voice of the Lord, and repent of all sins. John chapter 10 verses 27 through 28, quote, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand, end quote. received with an open heart. To live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his face always upon you. And may he forever keep you.